Good evening, podcast family. I am so excited to be able to come before you all this evening and talk. Like, I really miss you all. I am so sorry. It has been a long time since I've allowed myself the time to record another episode. But your girl is back. For those of you all who don't know, my name is Shekinah. And I am the creator and the founder of Gone Hesses. On this platform, my heart's desire is to always uplift, encourage, inspire everyone that comes across it. And tonight, I figured let's talk about relationships. And to get more specific, let's talk about love. So let's start with the question. How do you define love? I pause for a moment because I say, you know what? Let's sit and let's think about that. Because it's such a word that we use. We say, oh, I love you. Oh, that's my love. You know, we use it in all these various forms. But do we really know what it means to love? So if someone wants to ask me, Shekinah, how do you define love? My simple response would be this. I will go to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And in that scripture, Paul talks about love. Not only does he talk about it, but he actually breaks it down. And I believe that that is the most clearest form and expression and way of understanding what love is. So let me get into it. It says... Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Love does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things endures all love never fail so how many of us can actually say that from the scripture that i read that we can actually or we have and we do apply that to every area of our life yeah i can't i would never get before you all and lie Have I been patient? I have. But have there been people or situations that tested that? Absolutely. Have I been envious? I have been envious. Um, Have I been boastful? I definitely have been boastful. And I have been arrogant. But what I love so much about this is because you can read the scripture and you allow it to resonate in your heart. And you can think about your different walks in life, the different people in whom you've crossed paths with. And you can ask yourself, have you really been showing love? Because also in the Bible, it says to do what? To love your neighbors as yourself. And I always say, like, God, that is something easier said than done. And I'm still a work in progress, y'all. I am literally a still work in progress. But my ultimate goal in life is to love unconditionally. 
No matter the hurt that I've been through, no matter the pain that I've been through, no matter the rejection, the disappointment, the letdown, the failure, the embarrassment, what? no matter what circumstances or situation, to love unconditionally. And I'm going to go ahead and get into a story where I believe that um, there was a time in my life where I was not walking in love. But as I've grown and I've matured and I've allowed God to heal my heart and show me some things in my life, some areas in my life that I was not doing things right. I'm like, wow, okay, I wasn't walking in love. So, um, hmm. It's like, where do I even start? I start when it comes to my ex-husband. I don't know if I've ever shared the story, but he and I, we have two high schoolers, two beautiful boys. We have a 10th grader and a 9th grader, and we were married for a good 10 years. And um, we had so many issues, like from communication to respect back to you name it it was just like issue after issue after issue within our marriage right so let's just fast forward to we break up we move out we everybody live their own life we get the divorce and everything and now this was just within the last year guys I have been praying and asking God to Help me to forgive him. Did you all know what it is? If somebody does something to you or they've been doing things to you that hurts you so bad, where it has now allowed some anger to sit in and some bitterness to sit in. And and you just and you sulk in it, right? No matter what, like it's going on with your life, you just sit and you sulk in that. So, but I'm just listening to pastor and listening to different people who has helped open up my eyes and encourage and inspire me. Side note, side note, always surround yourself with people who are better than you, who are going places to where you aspire to be. Don't ever stay in a place and all of the people whom you are surrounded by are on the same level because therefore there would be no growth there would be no drive or anything for you to want to do more and accomplish more because you are only oh god i can't think of it's a saying and it'll come back god bring it back to my remembrance it'll come back later but until then that's just a side note. Always, always um, do things that's going to build you up. You know, like if anybody's in a place where they're down because they could be going through pain, hurt, disappointment, rejection, no matter what it is, don't give up. Turn on a podcast. Listen to someone that you respect. My mentor is Real Talk Kim. She has an eye, not an eye connect, but she has a inner circle. And it is the best decision that I made 
because not only do you get to have communication and you all get to talk amongst a whole believers just from every single state, you can talk to each other, you can encourage one another, you can pray for one another, you can be as transparent as you choose to be and know that no judgment is coming. The only thing that is coming towards you is love and prayer and to and the drive for you to get up and get better and not make that mistake again. So, yeah, get in a group where people are living a life that you aspire to have. So, okay, now back to my story. That was a side note because I really felt like that's important to know. Like, don't ever do life alone. Don't go through life and think you don't need anyone because we weren't created to be loners. We were created for relationship. And I'm not just saying relationship with the opposite gender, but relationships. That's the way our Heavenly Father created us. So with that being said, why would you want to go through what you're going through and not allow the enemy to trick you and think that you're the only one going through it? I guarantee you, so many people have walked through the very thing that you could be walking through right now. Get out. Talk to somebody that you trust. Find a book. Find podcasts. Go to church. Do what you need to do to pull yourself up out of that rut. Okay? So, here we go. Back to the story, right? So, I was going through all the things in which I was going through with my ex well you know my ex and everything now but my husband at that time and I was so angry and hurt but the thing about it is that I will always faithful with going to church faithful with listening to the word listening to podcasts and different things and it was just there was a season in my life where I was hearing nothing but forgive 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 don't forgive based upon what you feel like Forgive because that's the right thing to do and because our Heavenly Father forgives us. So there would be so many times I would pray and I'd be like, God, I forgive him. And knowing good and well, I did not forgive him. Knowing good and well, to be honest with you, if he was gone and I never ever seen him again, like from the face of the planet, I would absolutely be a-okay about it. That's as transparent as I can be on how I really, truly felt. But despite those feelings, I kept saying, God, I forgive him. And there were situations that was going on between he and I. Like I said, the communication was ugly. The disrespect was ugly. Like, I had never been through such a tumultuous time in my life with the person that I spent so much time with. And that I opened up myself with and I allowed myself to become vulnerable with. And we shared children and home and all of that. All right? So, um, God, I forgive him. God, I forgive him. No matter how ugly he was coming at me. No matter what ugliness that he was putting out on social media and everything. God, I forgive him. Eventually, it started changing my heart. I would say it even though I didn't feel it. And then eventually, my heart would change. And I would say it, and there wasn't any ill feelings about it. And I'm like, wow. Like, I know I said we're talking about love, but 
I think that love and forgiveness can kind of sort of coincide. They can kind of walk side by side a parallel to one another. I don't know which I think. I could be wrong. I could be right. Who knows, right? So, but for me, I had to forgive. And with me forgiving, I had to allow myself now. Understand, I'm not in a place where, like, I love him and I want to be back with him. Like, that's never anything. But the love that I have, it is the, what I call an agape love. It is the love that I want the best for him. It is the love where I'm appreciative of him being a good father for our children so in essence that's all that i'm saying is that love covers a multitude of sins none of us are perfect we all fall short and i'm so grateful to god because it is because of him that i am anything anything where I am, what I'm doing, the breath in my body, it is due to him. So I want to kind of wrap, not wrap it up, but just kind of tie everything together. But for me, when it says again in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and it says that love isn't resentful and that it doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing. Every time my ex will put foul things up on social media, painting an ugly and a false picture narrative of me, I had that option to get back, spew out ugly things also, or to walk in love. And did it hurt? It did. Because I knew good and well that I didn't do those things. I knew good and well that I wasn't that hateful creature that he presented me out to the world and these were people that were friends for the both of us that he said these things to you know and family members and all of those I knew I'm like God why is he doing all of these things again I had to forgive and then also it says that it bears all things that was a lot to bear That was a lot to go through, and even so, I had to have my heart checked, and I had to keep my heart checked, and what I mean by that, I had to be in a place where, God, I'm going to give it to you. Did I cry? I did. Did I have some nights where I wanted to lash out? I did. Am I perfect? Not at all. Not at all. But not once did I lash out. And do anything that won't be very detrimental. I just chose to walk in love. And as I continue, because this is the only thing. And as I've continued to walk in love towards him. I don't even believe it's been a whole year. He picked up the phone and he apologized for everything. Let me side note again. When I say that he and I could not stand one another, I just want to make sure that's very clear. We couldn't stand one another. The communication, there was none. If it was time for him to pick up our boys or me to pick up our boys, it was even so, it was always some strife. 
always something. But again, even while going through that, I got to keep my heart right. I got to keep walking in love, not based upon what I feel, but based upon what I know is right. So back to the story. I'll never forget. He called one day and he just apologized. I never said anything to him about apologizing. I never had any combo saying like, hey, what you did was wrong. What you did was foul. Why did you do what you did? I never did any of that, you guys. He called. We talked. And he took ownership for the things in which he did. And he apologized. And I said all of that and brought that story up just to be an encouragement to anyone that could be currently going through a situation such as that and my advice to you would be to give that to God it says to cast all of your cares upon him cast your cares upon him if you're laying in the bed or you're at home now you're sad and you're crying and you're hurting you're broken because somebody betrayed your trust they loved you they served you divorce paper no matter what it is Give it to God. And it is okay to be open with him, to tell him how you feel. You're angry. I did. God, I'm mad at him. I'm angry. I'm pissed. Everything. It is okay to have that type of open convo with God and to share with him how you truly feel. And then allow him to change your heart. Because I think that so often we want to change other people. But the best thing to do is to change ourselves. And to not worry about what somebody else is doing. Not to even concern ourselves on what they're doing or what they're not doing. Yeah, so, um, you know, to walk in love is a very powerful thing. It is something that it's a daily practice. It is a daily practice, guys. It is not easy. Well, let me not say that it is not easy. We have a relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It changes everything. And there might be some times where you're tested, but to walk in love and to do the right thing it can become second nature so I guess we can get back on to um, talking a little bit more about love and my next question is how can you be sure that you love someone I know in this day and age we fall in and out of love so quickly (laughs) and I chuckle because that's been me everything in which that I'm talking about I've lived and I walked through it I have I've definitely um kind of fell in love quickly and very prematurely and unfortunately I end up getting hurt by it but nowadays with the knowledge that I know, 
And someone to ask me, Shekinah, how can you be sure that you love someone? I would say it's because um, I'm selfless. By nature, we are selfish people. We want everything when we want it, how we want it, right when we want it. No ifs, ands, nuts, and buts about it, right? Right. But when you love someone, and let's just take an example of a mother's love for her children and even a father's love for his children. We're selfless because we put the needs of our children before us. And there has been time where money may have been low. And, of course, you got to feed the children. You got to take care of what you have to take care of. may have bills. You know, you could be in between some finances coming in or whatever. And it's like, okay, your responsibility as a parent will never diminish, right? It'll never go anywhere. But I've been in a place where I had a certain amount, maybe a food, and even finances. And it's like, okay, do I do what I'm going to do? And it's never a question. I just sacrifice and I do it. Like, I've kind of gone without or not had enough to where well, I'm satisfied to make sure that my children are satisfied. That, to me, is just a small example of what love and action is. It's living a life that's selfless, where your desires and your needs come second and you focus on your partner. Are you focused on your children? Are you focused on your parents, your friends? You know, that's, in my head, that's how I can be sure that I love someone because I want the best for them. I want them to succeed in every area of their life. So, that's what love is for me. All right, guys. So, this has been just a short and a quick podcast. Um, I'm going to come back on here maybe within a couple of days and we're going to go a little bit more in depth about love and just relationships in general because I believe that um, a lot of people don't know the key to a successful relationship is not only being selfless, but you got to have God in the middle. It's like, imagine a rope, and it's all completely untied, and then you tie in it, or maybe braiding someone's hair. We always split it in. How many sections? Three. So keep that same vision in your head. Three sections, braiding hair or braiding a rope. God is the centerpiece. He's that anchor, and then you have the left side, and then you have the right side, and you are folding it, and you're tying it, and you're intermingling. However, you're putting everything together to form one strong bond. That's it right there. So, yeah, I'm not going to get real deep on a lot of things. Um, definitely type in questions if you guys have questions. I would love to respond to some questions. I would love to have a nice open dialogue about anything you know which we are discussing but this has been an amazing and an amazing episode 
I would love to hear back from you all. Have a blessed night. And remember, our scripture for the evening is 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through 8. Love is patient. Have a good night, family.